What's up, everybody? I'm back. Welcome to another episode of Anyone Seeing This Podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. Man, I got a lot of stories to tell. Took a little week off. Uh, we did a little spring break action. Uh, spent some time with the family and the kids. But I'm back at it. I'm ready to give you guys some more content. Especially this one today, which is so fitting. This is episode six, the one about the door. Now, you may be wondering, what does this have to do with anything? What does a door have to do with my life? Well, I tell you, we have crazy stories. But this one seems to come at a time that is most fitting Um, My wife and I just celebrated our 20-year dating anniversary. So that means that my wife and I have been dating and have been together in this world for 20 years. We've been married 17 years this June, uh, but we've been together 20 years as of um, St. Patrick's Day um, just this past weekend. And so um, I thought it would be fitting to really give an episode of a story about my wife. Um, my best friend, my, my soulmate, my helpmate, uh, she's everything to me. And I, I want to dedicate this episode to her. And I want this story to just go out there and to resonate with all the people listening, all the fans and, and who listen to this and who subscribe and like and, 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 and uh, support this podcast because I believe in the story. I believe through this story you'll really get a gain in understanding of, um, of our relationship and, and how we met and how it became to be. Excuse me. So without further ado, without further ado, this is episode six, the one about the door. So 20 years ago, uh, I met my wife in college. I met her at Mount Olive College. It's now Mount Olive University. Things have changed. Um, And I also I met her in a theater class. And uh, it was the craziest thing. Um, I took theater. um, I just I like theater. I like I like acting. If you know me, you know I like drama. Uh, you know that I like you know standing in front of people and acting foolish. Um, you know that I have just a good personality and a and a, and a great sense of humor. Um, and so I I met this this cute little girl. Uh, she was she was she was short. Uh, she had blonde hair. Um, I mean she looked good. Like I you know I remember her in the class. She was very you know very very had a bright big smile. Um, you know, just, I could tell that as soon as we, our eyes fixed that I, you know, there was something there, there was a little chemistry there. But I remember we did this assignment and we had to judge each other. We had to, we had to, um, critique each other on this assignment. And, um, I did a monologue from Jerry Maguire. If you remember the movie from Jerry Maguire, <coughs> you remember the time when he, uh, he's leaving his company and he's like, these fish are coming with me. These fish are coming with me. Like he, he's talking about you know him getting out, and he he wants people to come with him, and and then um, you know finally the girl stands up. She goes, "I'll go, I'll go." So I did this monologue from Jerry Maguire, and we had to critique each other. And I remember after she did her monologue, I honestly I don't remember what monologue it was, but I remember writing on a piece of paper to critique her. I wrote down on the piece of paper. I wrote, "Her heart is bigger than she is." And little did I know that that one sentence would come true and I would recognize so much truth in that 20 years later that her heart is truly bigger than she is. Um, I've never met a woman in my entire life who is as loving and as caring and as, as hardworking and is dedicated to her family and to me and our relationship than this woman. Her heart truly is bigger than she really is. Listen, she's four foot eleven. Okay, I, she might be four foot ten. I don't know, but she's four foot eleven, and she is, like I said, everything that you could imagine. 
uh, a four foot eleven girl would be. She's smart. She's spunky. Um, doesn't take any junk from anybody. Um, very passionate what she does. Uh, but more more than more than anything, she's uh, an incredible wife uh, and even an even better mother to our kids. So twenty years ago, can you imagine? I mean, twenty years. <coughs> what has happened in the last twenty years? I mean, crazy things have happened in the last twenty years. I mean, Google was founded in the last 20 years. Think about that. Google, like, you know, it becomes a, it becomes a verb now. Google it. Um, Titanic won, like, a crap load of Oscars. Like, 11 Academy Awards. I mean, Bill Clinton was impeached. This happened in the last 20 years. I mean, the first Apple iMac. Think about that. The first Apple iMac. The first iPhones in the last 20 years. It's crazy. Um, Europeans agreed on a currency, the euro. We, they changed the European currency, the euro. I mean, back in in the 90s, Harrison Ford was named people's sexiest man alive. Harrison Ford. Like, what is going on right now? Um, I just can't believe the things that happened in the 20s. I mean, 1998, this is before we were together, uh, but in 1998, last 20 years, um, the last episode of Seinfeld aired. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. Um, pretty much everyone had a Nokia phone, <laughs> and uh, everybody had an MP3 player, and everybody had a pager that didn't work. Uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were still together back 20 years ago. So there's a lot of things that are around that are that back then that are now today. Blockbuster. Holy crap. Do you still have your Blockbuster card? I think I do. Um, but, you know, Blockbuster was a thing. I just saw recently that it's kind of sad that Blockbuster is only has one store left ever. Um, I thought this was interesting, too. Uh, Britney Spears released her debut album and her song, Hit Me Baby One More Time, 20 years ago. I mean, it's crazy to think that all the stuff that's happened in 20 years. I mean, a Coca-Cola bottle, a two liter of Coke was 89 cents. Like, think about that. 89 cents ago. It's, it's just ridiculous. So, honestly, <coughs> 20 years is a long time, but it's not a long time when you spend it with your best friend. Um, so, we met at college. We, um, you know, we, we started hanging out uh, through some mutual friends there. And, and uh, we really started dating on, we call it St. Patrick's Day. Um, because I, I remember we were at her house. There was a bunch of people over her house, and we um, we were watching movies and doing all kind of stuff. And then uh, we decided we had like a we just kind of all slept over um, their my wife's and her friend's apartment. And everybody was just all in the living room, all over the place. You know, we're just we're laying on the floor. And I remember I was laying on the floor, and she was laying on the couch. And I don't know why I did this. I just it's just who I am, I guess. But um, it was on St. Patrick's Day, and I and I just kind of like in the middle of the night, I think it was middle of the night, I think it was middle of the night, I just, I just kind of like reach up and I, and I tap her on the shoulder or on the arm and I say, Christy, and I said, are you wearing green? And she says, no, I'm not wearing green. And then I pinched her. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how it started. That's all how it started. It started with a pinch and the luck of the Irish. So go figure that. So we started hanging out. We became best friends uh, instantly. We spent a lot of time together. Um, 
you know, we, we, you know, we'd go to each other's apartment. Uh, well, I didn't have an apartment then, uh, but we go, I go to her apartment. Uh, we'd cook dinner. We'd go out to eat. Uh, we'd see movies, you know, we'd hang out. We'd go, go look at the stars. Um, you know, we, we have my truck and we go and we'd make like, you know, a pallet in the back of my truck and we'd lay there in the field and we'd look at the stars and we'd just talk. And, and it really was, it really was a great relationship because, um, there was no, there was no drama. <coughs> there was no, there was no, uh, baggage. There was no, it was just, it was just, it was just a fun time. Like I was, had a friend that I could talk to that we shared a lot of things in common and you could tell that we were crazy about each other and it just was such a good feeling to have such a a good friend that you could talk to but also you you thought that was beautiful and absolutely gorgeous and and so you know as time went on and our friendship got deeper and deeper and our relationship got stronger and stronger i got scared i'll be honest with you i got scared because um i knew that there was something that was there and I knew that that this woman could be the last woman that I ever in my life would uh, ever be with and it it was scary it was a really scary time um and the reason why it was scary is because I didn't have a great track record with girls um every girl I dated prior to Christy was either psycho um or just a complete mess and so <clears throat> I didn't I didn't really have a great track record with girls. So knowing that this relationship was getting serious and then that I, I, I felt these ways about her that maybe we could take this to another level, I just, I don't know, it just, it, it scared me. And so I, I never forget, um, one day we we went out or something and, and, and then the next day I, I asked her to come to the guy's dorm and I wanted to talk to her because at the time I was an RA, a resident advisor uh, in the guy's dorm. And so basically my job was to make sure that people didn't do stu- stupid things, which happened all the time. <coughs> I have a lot of stories about college and we'll get to those eventually over time. But And so I asked her to come to the office and we sat in the office and we started talking. And I, and I began to tell her, you know, that she deserves better. I, I really, what I began, what I was doing, I was diffusing our relationship. I was, I was sabotaging it. And I told her that, um, that she deserved better and then our relationship is moving fast. And, and I thought that we'd be best served as friends. And I don't know if you're out there listening and you're a girl or a guy, <coughs> I know that the last thing you want to hear from someone that you potentially would love for the rest of your life is that you want to be friends. And I, and I know that's probably, it was such a douche move for me to do that. And so, um, you know, after I got done telling her that I did not want to be with her anymore, um, something very, very peculiar happened. Um, I just got done telling her I did not want to be with her anymore. And it just, this crazy thing just happened. So after I told her I didn't want to be with her anymore, she did something that pretty much solidified our relationship for the rest of the day, our lives. <coughs> so just imagine you're in her shoes and you just got done hearing of how the person that you love doesn't want to be with you anymore. Like, how would you respond? Like, how would you act? Well, I'll tell you how she acted. She, with grace, 
and with dignity gently stood up from her chair. She looked me right in the eye and she said, if that's the way you feel, then okay. And then she turned around and she opened the door very gently and she turned around, looked at me and she shut the door. And all I was left looking at was the back of this door, this white generic door. And I remember standing there looking at the back of this door, super confused. Like, what the hell just happened? Like, I just told this girl that I did not want to be with her. And she, with utmost dignity and grace, stood up and just looked me right in the eye and said, if that's the way you feel, then okay. Guys, I was confused. I was super confused. Because she should have been pissed. Like, she should have, like, turned the table over on top of me. She should have called me and... SOB. She should have threw something at me. She should have punched the door. I mean, you know, she should have screamed at me, pointed her finger. I mean, I was such a jerk to her. Like, I was such a douche. And she should have, like, completely, like, went off on me. (coughs) But no, she didn't. She stood there. And with grace and dignity of, like, I've never seen before in my life. She looked at me and she turned and she walked away. And she shut the door. Like, I know for a fact that if she had done all those things, which I thought she was going to do, like, you know, flip out and go crazy and like try to claw my eyes out or, you know, maybe poison me later. I don't know if but if I knew that if I knew if she did those things I thought she was going to do, then I know that we would not be together. 100 percent. I know that if if she had caused a scene and went psycho and started weeping and wailing, like, and I'm not saying that she should have done that on my behalf. I'm like not that kind of like, you know, I'm not considering myself that much of a awesome person that, you know, that like a girl, if I said to a girl that she would do that, but I was expecting it because that's what I knew. That's what I, all I known that all the drama and all the psychoticness of past relationships, like that's what was there. So I was well expecting and preparing myself to get just mauled, you know, in the situation. But she didn't do it. She was so graceful, so elegant. And she stood up and she just walked out. And it left me sitting there staring at the back of this door. And as I'm staring at the back of this door, I'm thinking, what did you do? What did you just freaking do? You just let this woman who you've never met anyone like this person ever before walk right out this door. You let her walk right out. And then you begin to think about all the things that you guys experienced, that we experienced together. And all the things that I, I just begin to have all these memories of all the good times I'm saying to myself, you're an idiot, Mike. You're such a fool. You're never, ever going to find anyone like this ever again. Like, you're never going to find anyone like this. Like, you just let the greatest thing that ever come into your life walk out that door. Because you're a wuss. And I sat there, and I thought about it, and I stared at that door. And I was like, I got to get her back. 
Like, I got to get her back. Like, I can't let her go. I cannot let her out of my life. This is, she is too important to me. And she matters too much to me to let her walk away like that. And so I gave her some time. I gave her a day, I think, to kind of cool down a little bit. I still was a little nervous about going to see her. And on that Sunday morning, I went to her apartment. (coughs) On that Sunday morning, I went to her apartment. And I knocked on the door. And I was expecting her roommate to come, one of her roommates come to the door. But I knocked on the door. And when I knocked on the door, some dude opened the door. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Is Anyone Seeing This? We'll be right back after a short word from our sponsors. Now let me tell you guys something. I have a I used to I used to have a really bad temper. Like I can go from like 0 to 100 in less than a blink of an eye. Like I get it naturally. I mean my I get it, my mom, we have some blood in us that we we just don't take junk from anybody. So I, I come by it naturally. But that temper I had was could turn to rage really quick. And I'll be honest with you, when I when that dude opened the door and I saw some guy standing there in my which was now ex-girlfriend's apartment. Even after a day, I freaking lost it. I looked at this guy, and I'm sure I burned a hole right through him. And I'm sure that I puffed up as, hard, as big as I possibly could get. I looked at him, and I said, where is Christy? And he's like, in her bedroom. And let me tell you what, dude. <laughs> I just pushed my way through him. Because I don't care who you are. Like, I, you know... I'm not a real big guy, but I'm I'm a you know I'm a I'm a strong guy, and there was nobody that was gonna stand in my way in that door that day. So I just pushed my way past him, and I yelled for Christy. Christy come out of her room, and I looked at her, and I started just telling her how what a jerk I was, and how I'm sorry for letting her go, and and then I was like, who is this guy? Like, are you serious, like right now? Like we just I just broke up with you like a day ago like what are you doing right now right like is it was it like you know maybe then I started thinking well god maybe she had something on the side like I don't like you know maybe I totally misread the situation and then before I've completely flipped out and said something I would totally regret and make more of an ass out of myself that I already made she told me that it was her roommate's friend I was like okay that's cool let's get back to this so we started talking, we hashed it out, and that night we went to church together and we watched one of my fr- friends sing uh, in the choir that he sung in. And from that night on, we have been together every every um, every day, like every day. Every, we've been together since then, and it has been the best experience that I can ever imagine in my entire life. I mean, I, I can't I can't tell you in words how great of a woman that my wife is. Like, she's got her flaws. We all do. We all have her flaws. But she is as genuine and as real as any woman you'd ever meet in your entire life. I hope that my daughter is just a fraction of a woman that she is. Because if she's just a fraction of a woman my wife is, then she'll be okay. I'll never forget, I'll never forget that day that I stared at that door because it changed my life. It changed my life. The day that she 
walked out with dignity and grace changed the way how I felt about this whole situation because I realized very quick that I made a huge mistake so there's our story that's how we started dating that's how I left some details out I mean I'm not going to tell everything I mean honestly the first one of the first times I ever saw Christy uh, she was on the dance floor at a winter formal and she was actually dancing with one of our friends at the time named Larry oh my god so Larry, right? And so she's dancing with Larry, and I mean, she is dancing. Like, my wife's got some moves on the dance floor. I'm just saying. Don't let her fool you. She can get down, okay? And she's dancing, and she had this, this dress on, and I and I was just staring at her. I was like, dang. Like, who is that cutie with the booty? Like, like, like I'm like, wow. Like, this is... I want to know who this person is. And then it just so happened she'd be, she was in my uh, theater class. And we were in class together. And she could tell you some side, stories aside too. She recognized me. Don't let her fool you. It wasn't all about me. You know, she, she knew. She, she looked at me too. With that being said though, guys, to my wife, happy 20 year anniversary. The last 20 years that we've been together have just been incredible. We've we've been through so much. I mean, I and every time we go through something, it just makes us stronger. It brings us closer together. I, I would not want to share this life with anybody else but you. I'm madly and deeply and hopelessly in love with you. Um, you make my life so much better just by being next to me as we walk hand in hand. My kids just have the best mom in the world and I have the best wife in the world and I just want you to know that I want you to know that I appreciate you I appreciate how hard you work the sacrifices you make for our family I appreciate you doing the laundry when you don't want to I appreciate you cleaning the house when you don't want to I appreciate you doing all those things but more than anything I appreciate you loving me in spite of all my flaws and in spite of all the crap that I could put you through. Like, I'm so thankful that you walked out of that office on that day and shut the door with respect and grace and dignity and just complete control. Because that moment solidified our relationship. That moment right there I knew that you were the one that I had to be with for the rest of my life. So I thank you for that. I thank you for handling yourself the way you did. And I love you. I love you more than anything in this world. And I know that we have a story to tell. We have a lot of stories we could tell about our relationship over the last 20 years. I know there's a lot of stories we can tell you about our, our marriage. I mean, our honeymoon... Is could be a freaking full-length feature movie of just complete failure. It is hilarious. And we'll tell stories about it later on. But I really just wanted to dedicate this day and this podcast to you on our 20th anniversary of our dating. Um, I love you, babe. Uh, you're the best. Um, and I hope that we have 
20, 40, <clears throat> 60 more years together. Because um, I wouldn't want to spend another day on this earth without you. I love you. And I hope you have an awesome, awesome day. And I know you're smiling when you're watching this. I know you're blushing. And I know you're going to come in and you're going to be like, Mike, no, don't say things like that. But it's okay, though. I love you anyway. Until next time, guys, this has been Anyone Seeing This Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for liking, for rating, subscribing. Thank you for being um, such a supporter of this. Um, we have a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, new content, uh, new podcasts in the network coming up. Um, a new hot take coming up. There's a lot of things coming out, so stay tuned. Uh, if you like what you hear, support us. Um, and I appreciate everything you do. So until next time, anyone see this?